Hello, and my name is Peter Rushmer, and I'm your host today of a Half Dozen Things podcast. Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners and professionals just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success or you're already smashing it but want to continue to level up, we're here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. Just real, frank and raw conversations. Hello and welcome to uh, today. Uh, it's Tuesday and it's the 20th of July um, and this is uh, LinkedIn and Facebook Live for those who, who follow and, and listen to my to my waffle. Uh, today's session I'm going to be talking about a half dozen ways to retain the best drivers and the reason that I'm going to talk about that is that there's currently this driver shortage issue that you hear all across the news, BBC have picked up on it, RHA are talking about it, and it's across everywhere on social media. So one of the things I was thinking about was, I was actually going to do a session soon on uh, delivering a great induction um, and how to deliver a great induction and a safe induction for for drivers. But actually I felt like um, there's a lot of drivers moving around at the moment and actually one of the keys to retention is making sure that we're hiring the right people. So this session, I wanted to essentially talk about retaining the best driver. So one of the things around protecting ourselves as, as businesses, as transport businesses, is to make sure that um, we're doing our best to retain drivers and that we're not in the position to recruit. I know a lot of companies are growing and drivers are moving around for a few pounds here and there. However, I was thinking with these half dozen tips um, that I'm going to share, then potentially people may find that drivers aren't wanting to leave or um, they may be able to retain better drivers. So it's a good thing to, to sort of keep in mind. So I hope um, I hope those who are listening uh, will get some value out of it and I will get it edited and get it, uh, cut out any of the waffle uh, from the live and, and also post it as a, a on my podcast, a half dozen things as well as a, as a rush car. So um there's sort of six key areas, which I'll just have a quick run through now as to uh, what I think can be done. So the first area around hiring the right people. So as a transport company, how can we make sure that we hire and retain the best drivers? One of the things that I see some of the companies do very well and a lot of our customers do really, really well is the way they project themselves and manage their their voice on social media and as a marketing business. They understand that how they are portrayed as a company and uh, the vehicles that they use and the way they are presented, um, as well as as the level of professionalism of the company, will help to attract the right people to work for them. No one wants to work for um, uh, a a, a company that's charlatans, for example. They don't want to, drivers have got a pick at the moment because there's such a shortage. They want to work for the best company and they want to understand what that is. So it doesn't necessarily mean having the best uh, kit and the best tackle on the road um, but it does mean having well-maintained vehicles it does mean having safe vehicles which is very important but also th- this this area around making sure you hire and attract the right people it will be about how you portray yourself as a company on social media for example and when drivers come to visit you what, what the premises are like um, and uh, and obviously how you can portray yourselves in the in, in the best possible light for your for your 
potential future employees and that will help you attract the right people that will mean that you have a bigger pool of drivers wanting to work for you and therefore you can retain the very best ones and you could be selective over who they are hiring the right people also means about being selective as well and making sure it's typical the bin the bin truck decides to swing by doesn't it uh just so they're alive um yeah the um Hiring the right people is around making sure that you are selective over who comes and works for you. And that is of vital importance, really, that essentially it's a privilege to work for your company um, and people will value that. So making clear that it isn't really easy, here's the keys, crack on, you know, that we have standards that we need to meet as an organisation and we have... um, uh, we make sure that we follow up on references, for example, having a really nice process for the way we recruit people to ensure that we're hiring the right people is absolutely vital and making sure we follow that reference process and making sure that we check driver card activity, that we make sure we do license checks, we make sure all of that stuff is carried out because whilst it's obviously this isn't meant to be a compliance type uh, session here, but obviously that is part of the compliance, but it also shows that you're going, to, you're going to make sure that you get people with clean licenses, that you have high expectations as an organisation. So the first tip is around just aiming that bit higher, making sure that you hold out. If someone doesn't feel right, then make sure uh, you understand why that is. Investigate that. Make sure that you get references. Make sure that you... Um, Another way of hiring the right people, and it was one of my customers recently of putting a putting a program for that, is a, a refer a friend scheme. So if you're already working for and enjoying working for a company, you're not going to refer an idiot to come and work for uh, the company you work for as well because it's going to reflect badly on you so incentives and schemes like that can work really really well and particularly bypasses the driver agencies and that kind of thing which i think is really really beneficial as well so uh, that's the first area the second one is around supporting and nurturing through the onboarding process so start to think about what is that experience what is that process like for a driver coming on board and how well are you reflecting that as, as, as you're nurturing them into the business. Do you demand that drivers don't work their notice period with other people, for example, because that that doesn't that, that doesn't bode well for your reputation either. It's important to make sure that you allow people the, the notice period to not burn bridges with their existing employers. So um, and, and as well as keeping in touch with people as they're coming in, making sure that you've got a, an offer letter process, making sure that you've got an induction process, making sure that um, you have uh, you share all of the health and safety elements of the onboarding process as well, which is a whole a whole other episode, a whole other discussion uh, that we could do just specifically on that. But just making sure that you're representing the company in the right way, in the way that you're nurturing through that induction process, making sure that you have a practical element to a driver assessment as well, which is something that flagship do do as well. Um, and we make sure that drivers come in and they have the level of competence they need and we nurture drivers through that and make sure that they've got a development plan that we're able to support them with. So essentially that's the, that's the onboarding process. Next up is this term employee engagement, which is something that uh, we hear particularly in the human resources world, um, in the HR world, we hear it in the health and safety world as well. Um, but in the transport sector, we don't really tend to talk too much around employee engagement and really understand what that is. So so what is this fluffy term employee engagement? Well, that is when you make your team feel valued and engaged and involved in what you're doing as an organisation. Making sure that your drivers realise that they're a vital cog in the wheels of your business. 
um, making them understand your vision of where you're going as a business and that they're part of something bigger uh, than themselves and and not just you know there's nothing less engaging than um, there's nothing less engaging than being that uh, company who you know drivers don't mean anything they don't matter etc cetera, etc cetera. so you, no one wants to work like that whether you're a driver or, or, or whatever your role is um excellent okay uh, i've just seen a comment from tom i'm going to catch up with that maybe when i come off the live and come back to you tom all right because that's quite 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 a big comment there so i'll just come back to that a bit later on um but yeah so having um having a, a, a vision as a business um, making sure uh, another part of it, uh, employee engagement is making sure that there's good quality teamwork, making sure the team are working nicely together, making sure that they're supporting each other, making sure that you have a nice process in place for them to work together well. And then another one is around celebrating wins, for example. You know, uh, one of my customers absolutely fantastic with their team. You know, went out and bought the chocolate bars. It doesn't need to be something big and lavish. It's just something to say thank you and that you recognise uh, good performance, that you recognise good teamwork um, and, and those things. So understanding the culture of your business and how you engage with your team um, and make sure, you know, a personal thank you and really meaning it can make a big difference to somebody's day. Um, that can make it really worthwhile. So just being really conscious of that and have you had a had a conversation with someone? We're going to move on to that on, on, on a later section, but I think it's, um, it's vital that we try to engage with our team as best that we can. Um, employee engagement is that I've just sort of covered it in a nutshell as best I can for, for the sector. But there, there, there's probably uh, a lot more detail we could go into around that if we wanted to. The fourth area is around pay and benefits. So a lot of the time, a lot of the time I see uh, drivers saying it's all about wages. Wages have got to increase, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I think it's important that companies pay the best they possibly can, but actually drivers may not, if, if everything, if everything else in the melting pot is right, uh, the, the, the wages on offer becomes a, a lesser level of importance. I think to drivers, I think if they're part of a, a great culture business, they feel that they're important cog in a wheel that they've got, they're well looked after. They've got nice benefits. And I don't just mean pay. I mean, flexibility around family events or flexibility wherever a company can give that to the driver i think that's going to make huge huge impact um to um <laughs> someone's just said you don't want my point of view on this okay um so uh okay uh pay the pay the best that you can and then obviously other incentives as well around making sure that you can uh, retain those drivers i wonder if this is uh, a fairly unpopular opinion and i don't know um but hopefully that's right the, the fifth area around um retaining great great drivers is making sure that we have regular review meetings with people and that we have training plan and progress in place so that we can help to support uh people along the way um Having a one-to-one -one with line managers is really, really important. Making sure that we check in with people um, that can help to reduce isolation, which I think is um, a real challenge in, in the sector, a real challenge in the area, and drivers will move and leave um, because of those things. So remember here, all of these points are around making sure you, we're retaining your best talent. Um, you know, we've got to make sure that we've got the right people in the business in the first place and make sure that we're um, nurturing people through the, through the business and, and paying them the best that we possibly can. Um, and um, 
a review meeting means that there's a development plan is that does that driver um, or potential member of staff want to become a driver it might be someone who's in a non-driving role and they want to progress to become a driver can you help support them through that journey um, and then if you show that loyalty to them they're likely to show that loyalty back to you as well uh, obviously you tie in um, you tie them into a training agreement if you do get uh, pay for someone's license and they're, they're part of your business and you want to develop and you tie them in and you could maybe take them from rigid up to a class one driver as well um so okay um Tom, seeing another comment from you. I'm going to have a look at that in just a moment as well. Um, the sixth and final areas are favouritism. So I see it a lot of the time in some of the operators that I go into that there are certain drivers who um, potentially don't get shown the same level of respect as other drivers. And I know some respect is something that is earned and that people need to operate together. But just because someone doesn't see this world the same way as you do, for example, it doesn't mean that they're not contributing to the business. Um, so yeah, that's a, that, that's a key one for me that I see is uh, it could be quite challenging understanding where people come from, what their personal circumstances are. And my point is to just take the time to understand what their situation is because that person could potentially be a great driver if you if you can get around whatever those challenges are um, and, uh, and any differences of opinion, for example. So uh that's that's that for me i'm just gonna have a quick look at these these comments um tom i'm sorry mate that's way too long for me to do live um thing is most drivers want a grand a week but won't help or do any more if it was to pay that money we never push or rush people most do to 10 to 12 hours but the day they do 15 all hell breaks loose yeah i got you so I, I i totally understand that challenge i think um it goes back to trying to recruit the right people in the first place who are who are flexible and having having that understanding or mutual understanding around what's the what the expectation is going to be in in the business and uh, and making sure that people understand that there are going to be occasions where that happens in the expectation and if if your company can't afford to pay a driver a brand a week then damn right don't pay it you know um that you can only afford as a company what you can afford and uh, you know, ideally, if we look at those other six areas and we look to implement those six areas, then then pay. What I'm saying is the the pay element becomes less of an issue because you have people that feel valued and appreciated as part of the work they do. Um, anyway, maybe we'll have a bit of a bit of a one to one chat. I'll give you a call after this anyway. But yeah, um, I'm really interested to hear everyone's comments, so please do drop them in. Um, Hopefully it hasn't been too divisive. Um, I know that pay is a big part of the challenge. I do appreciate that. But um, yeah, I'm just hoping that this gives people other ideas around how else they can look to retain uh, their best people because ultimately a truck stood is costing money. Um, a, uh, it, it costs money to recruit people. It costs money to train people. So the most profitable way is to try and retain the people that we've got and not let the good people go. And um, sometimes it isn't just about money. So hopefully that's been helpful. Anyway, uh, take care and catch you soon. I really hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please make sure you subscribe and listen out for future episodes too. Please do share it across your social media channels. We hope to reach more and help more people. If you want to find out more about me, my name's Pete Rushmer. You'll find me across any social media channel and my business, Flagship Partners. And we're your partners in success across your business. Thank you. See you again soon.